0: Hey everybody, Um, are you cool? Would you like to be cool? Am I cool? Do you think I'm cool? Oh man, I hope you think I'm cool. Because then I can think that I'm cool. Because it's dependent on what you think, right? Wait a minute. You want to be cool? You wanna be the one to rule your own scene You wanna feel good, you wanna see good You don't need to be looking on a screen For your likes or your posting Everyone's got their own dream You don't need to worry, you don't need to be some kind of star in someone else's galaxy. Just be cool by your own rules, cool in your own dictionary, be you and I'll be me. And I'll wear a yellow scarf around me if I want and so what May your own figurative yellow scarf be your thing So that's a little song about being cool Um, Let's put this guitar in its rightful place So, um, being cool, uh, you know, I think uh, we go on a journey with the concept of cool, so let's go on a, again, here's a summary, no. um, these are my thoughts on it at least, because I think there's healthy ways to approach the idea of being cool and there's unhealthy ways and I think you don't need to think about being cool at all if you don't want, but um, I think there's, so I I have found benefit in returning to the idea of being cool in some sense. Like it's a kind of powerful idea because it's tied into like acceptance and social approval, but also like feedback, you know, and like when are you on the right track and when you're going off, you know, off the rails a bit. So I think it's useful. Um, But yeah, like so when we're younger, you know, cool is like, oh, that Batman's cool. So it's a kind of admiration, you know, like hero. You know, archetype stuff like you know, oh, or, or maybe, maybe the girls were like, oh, that person's cool, like that princess is cool or whatever. There's something about the you know, the archetype that they liked. Obviously, there's tomboys and whatever. You know, leave me alone. <laughs> um, pr- uh, hypothetical, um, questioner of my stereotypes, but um, yeah. So I think uh, when you're young, that's kind of you know what's cool or the cool kid i guess when you're yeah it's just someone who's kind of admirable or you're like oh, that guy you know he's really oh yeah like cool kids i guess it would reflect what you like so and i think in high let's see high school and primary school is there any difference Hmm. i guess it probably just gets ramped up more like when you're a little kid your parents are more important and then when you're a teenager you're individuating you're trying to you know you're as an adolescent, you're um, becoming part of the tribe, so to speak. And so you're trying to find your tribe, but also like even in like you know tr- more traditional societies, they would be moving away from the parents uh, more and they would be more kind of like paying attention to other people in the tribe. They would go through a rite of passage and they would become a member of the tribe. And so you're kind of being part of society. You need to individuate. Well, even before individuating, you're kind of becoming not just a member of the family, but a member of the community. So that's... I think you start paying attention to your peers, like when you're a teenager. Um, Cross culturally, that seems to be the thing that happens. So, but I think for both of them anyway, like um, cool seems to be, you know, it's the people you want to copy, right? But what is it exactly? The cool kids, I think, often it's um, social skills, uh, basically high levels of social fluency, or you know, emotional intelligence, confidence, um, verbal fluency like uh, the uh, ability to kind of engage with people well and kind of you know play the game dance the dance of like oh that person made a joke okay laugh or but they're kind of making fun of me um a bit okay what do i do you know and okay maybe i go with it oh, and they made fun of me again okay let's push back a bit let's make fun of them aha uh-huh. and then they laughed they like it oh cool now we're closer or, or they didn't like it and they're being weird but other people in the group are looking at me like, ah, cool, yeah, he's not like a pushover or whatever, right? There's all these little, funny little corners of, you know, social dynamics, um, you know, and so I guess being cool seems to be like, um, yeah, have it, being able to have social skills and, you know, know um, how to kind of be with other people. But um, the downside of that, I guess, of the cool kids, the popular crowd, the jocks or whatever in the movies... Is maybe conformity and just kind of fitting in and whereas maybe the nerds or whatever would or the, the freaks or whatever they would be more doing their own thing but are they able to meet all kinds of people and kind of get on and maybe they take themselves too seriously so they're like oh no I couldn't you know be with those people they play sport they're stupid I'm smart you know so you I don't know there's de- different definitions of cool but it seems like as a kid it's an admiration thing um, and I guess the difference is as you go into high school, or like say adolescence, secondary school, or whatever, um, as teenagers, you start to project an image more, and you start to kind of build up an ego, like a, a image of yourself in your head, the false self. Um, and that becomes, you know, and eventually you're going to outgrow that if you become spiritually mature, a spiritual adult, then you'll let the false self die um, and all that. But um, But you do need, it's a stage, you need to build up that kind of self, um, be able to interact in the world. Um, The the training wheels before you can be, you know, an awakened being or whatever, is you need to have that ego built up, that basic structure of, you know, you know how to participate in society and socially. And so, yeah, we start projecting these images. Oh, like me, I was like, oh, I'm a punk. I've got my denim shorts and my studded belt and I listen to Blink and, oh, yeah, I know a little bit of the Clash and Sex Pistols and whatever, but don't ask me too many questions. Um and uh, you know, so you, or whatever was your scene, you know, we're projecting images, and We're kind of acting out these characters and we start to b- believe we are the characters. Um, and I guess it's healthy to test out a bunch of things and then you kind of gravitate to th- th- those that make more sense to you. And then in time you can kind of e- distill or extract the essence of those um, and kind of use that to develop the guidelines of kind of who you are or who you want to be. And because you are who you are, but I think there's a genuine, legitimate, you know, authenticity in um, being like, look, uh, growing into certain things and being who, what kind of a personality do I want to create? And to a certain extent, we do create our personalities and habits, interests, ways of being, ways of doing things. And at first, it's conscious and it's like learning an instrument. You have to do it slow and learning anything, dancing, martial arts, whatever you do it slow and then, you know, in little, you kind of get that fast and then that's now automatic. And you have, you start, you learn all these little chunks and then when you automatize them or you automate them, I guess, um, then you can kind of string them together. And then even the stringing together, you could eventually make automated versions, strings of things. But the point being, um, it starts off conscious and manual and details. And then in time it becomes second nature. And so I think part of our ways of being, especially as a teenager, you're kind of consciously going and figuring out what you want to be. And even when you're making changes as an adult, that's how it works. And so I think that's fine to use cool. Who are the cool people? It's like, they're the people who you want to be like. And you can use them as a mirror or as a feedback loop. Like, how far off am I? Oh, well, that person did that. I wouldn't have done that in that situation. Huh, I I wish I was like that. Okay, cool. Now that's my... Goal to work towards. That's my ideal. Um, and yet in time, like we kind of make it more abstract, I guess. And you don't need specific people. You have um, you just have certain kind of I- ideas. And maybe you could even distill it down to principles and specific things, not necessarily embodied in people. But at, in the beginning, you know, it's useful to see it in people. And maybe you can't put your finger on what it is that you like exactly. Um, And maybe certain people embody some good things, but some bad things. And so you can take your pick and mix and choose. Um, But yeah, and so then you embody them, and then maybe you you outgrow things, you let it go, keep changing. And so the point is, you know, that's being cool, right? You want to be. But then uh, I think an unhealthy way, which comes up there, is yeah, you're trying to impress people. You're not trying to explore your own selfhood and you're not trying to learn how to play the game and dance and have fun with others. Um, dance, like, figuratively, if that's not clear. Um, but actually you're going to... You just want to be accepted. And now I think it's important to be able to be um, relatively acceptable and to be able to kind of be socially um, capable and... Um, but you don't. You. It's very important to maintain your authenticity, and I think you know naturally you're probably going to lose a bit of your integrity here and there as a teenager. Um, but you want to as much as possible. I think guide your kids or guide yourself if you're a teenager and you're listening, um, uh, or if you whatever. Um, just thinking about this, that I think at that stage you you want to. Um, do your best to maintain authenticity and not fall into the trap of trying to impress someone else. Because ultimately, it doesn't matter. It's good to be able to have social skills, so you can, you know, work well, and you you know, you, you can um, make the, you know, you meet people that you like, and you can, you'll be the kind of person that they want to hang out with, you know. And like, uh, so long, it's possible. There's people who could really get along with others, but they're lacking the social skills to kind of bridge those gaps, or they get really nervous the first time they meet people. And so there's all these people who would love them, but they don't become friends with them because it's just too weird, or they don't make the, opp- you know, take the opportunities. So I think having those basic skills is really important for everyone to have a great world where friendships are made, and then also in the workplace things can be productive and smooth, and you know, not, avoid unnecessary conflict. All kinds of things, you know, um, just basic human skills: being able to be respectful in society with others, and engage, see someone who's in trouble, and be able to talk to them people who are aggressive be able to talk to them and kind of chill them out without you know getting too like oh my god just let them shout at that old lady because i was too awkward i couldn't get involved but like you know if you've got social skills you can kind of diffuse that um and uh yeah so but then you don't want to go so far that you're selling your soul to be accepted and um so and which leads to i guess at a certain point you know i kind of you know, it's like, okay, this whole being cool thing, this is so stupid. Like, yeah, I, I should just be who I am and be, you know, authentic, be myself um, and explore and express myself. Explore myself, like learn, passive kind of, and then express myself, like active, like, cre- you know, create, let it out, creativity, let it in the world. It's kind of like consciousness or awareness, the perception, the experience of yourself and then expression, like the, the acting or the creativity or the, you know, letting that out, letting it flow, embodying it. Um... But then, yeah, eventually I think I kind of came to the, you know, at a certain point I had like the dark years of like lack of self-belief um, and self-esteem. Um, not a huge fan of that word, but I think, you know, like um, you need to be honest with yourself. Um, but, yeah, someone said true humility, true self-esteem um, is humility. They're one and the same. Um, wrap your mind around that. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yes, so I think eventually I came to see that like actually you need to be a fan of yourself, you need to like yourself, you need to argue for yourself, and if you don't believe in yourself, then who who will? Why should anyone else believe in you? Um, and so I think being cool is like being cool in your own eyes. That's the ultimate thing. It's about it's basically authenticity. So being cool, um, and you know what is that like? Oh, you're not warm. What is that phrase? You know. Um, and, you know, like I think in other languages, I know at least one language, Uh, it's the same thing. It's cool, I'll use the English word. So it's an interesting concept. You know, back in the day, maybe it was like admirable or worthy or virtuous. Or, but in our age, we have this word cool. And it seems similar to those concepts, but a bit different too. It's kind of get this connotation of like, yeah, social uh, idolatry or adoration or whatever, or social power, you know, um, but, prestige, but yeah, but I think what cool really should be, the healthy way to approach it is being like, okay, um, I'm not going to shun this. Like, it, This is a tool you can use if you want. You don't need to, right? But what I would suggest is like and what, the way I kind of sometimes approach it, sometimes, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's reflect upon that idea for a while or embody that for a while, you know. I shuffle my deck and use different things or whatever, but um, experience an idea and then express it kind of, you know, um, Uh, but is, okay, what kind of myself do I really enjoy? I'm like, yeah, that's really cool. This part of myself, like um, when I do that, and it's not about comparing yourself with others or trying to make other people like you. It's just about enjoying yourself, a kind of self-celebration. And uh, so being cool is maybe there's certain clothes even where you feel dorky, you don't feel good, right? Don't wear them. You know, like get yourself some clothes that make you feel good. And then that subconscious thing, these, you know, of like, oh, do I fit in? That's one less thing to deal with. Now, ultimately, ideally, you wouldn't, you would just deal with that anyway. So you're not worrying about what people think. But realistically, we're all, you know, going waves and you might be susceptible to that. So in general, I think, you know, why not have some clothes that you feel good in or whatever. Um, But then, uh, you know, ideally, yeah, you could be in like clothes which you just hate and you can still rock it and just feel cool. And so I think to that end, sometimes doing things which you know intentionally people would judge you for, and then just kind of enjoying that and kind of enjoying the kind of with the manic glint in your eye, so to speak, of like, um, just, yeah, cool. I'm doing, I'm free of other people's approval. And that's one of the real coolest things is when you are free, you're not dependent, you're not emotionally needy, you're not dependent on other people's approval people love that like oh wow what a relief you don't you're not asking anything from me you're not after anything um and so i think that kind of emotional independence and self-sufficiency is really cool um cool and um so that's a good thing and then also kind of just that that's kind of the part of that authenticity just being yourself you don't need a mirror to go who's the fairest of them all you know you can just be like there's no one in the world I would rather be than myself. And I think that's true for everyone. If you dig deep enough, you can find a place where you will feel, and I invite you to do this, um, and if you don't find it at first, keep digging, you know. There is a place inside you, a beautiful place, where you can see, oh, there are many cool people who I would love to be and, like, just be in their shoes for a day or just or whatever, or a lifetime, you know. But me, I am absolutely unique. And, you know, what a journey it is to be me. And in fact, there's no one in the world I would rather be than my own self. And so if you haven't found that place yet, keep looking, you know. Um, and when you find it, then you can share yourself with the world um, and uplift other people. They go, oh, that's really cool. I like that. And they can, we can inspire each other. But, um, yeah, like fashion is all like a warped... Cool thing. I think it's like people trying to, yeah, you know, basically um, get off on, you know, how they look in other people's eyes. Um, but uh, you know, to paraphrase Epictetus, who said, "If you would be wise, be wise in your own eyes," um, something like that. You know. So if you want to be cool, be cool in your own eyes. You know. You know. It doesn't matter what other people think. However. a balance to that or a qualification which is sometimes other people have good points and they know hey you're out of kilter there you know you're you're drinking too much or you're um, you're working too much or you know you're you're swearing around these little kids hey maybe you shouldn't do that maybe there's something to the purity and innocence of letting them have that more gentle vibration and maybe you should control yourself there maybe it's not actually that cool and then maybe people go, hmm, interesting. And so that kind of feedback, paying attention to other people's body language and verbal language and their actions, oh, they don't want to come to my party, oh, why not, or whatever it is, that that social feedback is very important for us. I think it's like outsourcing the computational power of how to be wisely in the universe. And so in groups we can solve you know, collective problem solving. Um, I think we can kind of grow a lot more if we pay attention to each other. But it needs to be like, okay, this is your point of view, whether you've told me or I'm just inferring it, um, and run it through the filter of your own soul and go, does that make sense to me? And at the end of the day, it should never be, okay, I'm changing, or I'm doing this because someone else thinks it's a good idea. It should always be because I think it's a good idea. Whether or not I got the inspiration or directly lifted the idea from them, at the end of the day, if you want to be cool, you know, it should be, like your idea Um, and it's just that you like it that it makes sense to you so I think yeah that authenticity being just being yourself and just enjoying your your self your experience -experience, self-experience self-expression the um, not needing approval um, and yeah just being admirable like doing things which and you know um, which are good doing good things trying to work on yourself you know um and again not so other people like you although that is going to be a side effect which you could get lost in and then you'll have to pull yourself out of it "Ah, back iron the prize don't get distracted is um yeah be you know help be useful to those around you in whatever way you can and um you know uh i think yeah just be a, a balanced healthy human and uh then i think you know as Wim Hof would say you know um it's all about love and he int- very interestingly breaks that down into being happy healthy and conf- uh, happy healthy and strong which is like I think confidence is kind of like mental strength there I think that's kind of but he says happy healthy and strong and I think he means like you know kind of strong physically and psychologically um but uh and saying that we all have the ability to do this. Check out the Wim Hof method if you're not aware. That'll make you cool, ice cold. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so I think that's being cool. And sometimes, you know, you might be, you know, having a bit of a bad day, or someone else is having a bad day, and then that rubs off on you, or whatever it is. And I think being able to kind of tune into a feeling of like, yeah. This is the me that I like. This is the life that I like. And kind of enjoying it, like, yeah, you're the main character of this amazing story. That can be an antidote to the weariness of the world, you know? And so you might think, oh, it's stupid or it's self-indulgent. You don't need that. Yeah, maybe sometimes. But I think sometimes, yeah, kind of being able to just embody that vibe of like, yeah, cool, and um, be your best self. That can be kind of the training wheels, you know, Or you could say just a kind of manual setting of the pattern, which in time, you know, becomes automatic. But I think, yeah, at times we need to have that manual override and come in and maybe this is one tool to kind of bring ourselves into a better pattern. Um, And, uh, yeah, and, you know, if you're around people, especially if you have, like, I've had social anxiety in the past or, like, problems trying to just be relaxed around people. And I think when you can kind of be cool there's a certain element of fake fake it to make it where it's actually can be appropriate you could take that in a bad way of course and kind of just be annoying and you know inauthentic and who wants to be around you you want a relationship with a real person you don't want to be like oh this is my friend the mask you know um but uh but there's a certain element where it could get you out of your head out of that falsity and into just don't overthink it just be you you're you i'm me that's it here we are Let's get into it. Let's let's enjoy. And um, yeah, it can kind of get your feet on the ground just to be like, I I deserve this space. I own this space. Everyone else is just the same as me. You know, they're enjoying their version of cool. I'm enjoying my version of cool. And it's cool to be cool together. And um, you could change the words to, to other things, but that's just one angle on it. And I think it's a rather powerful angle because it seems like our culture is rather drawn to magpie-esque, the chrome sweetness of um, coolness or fame or I, don't know, I guess maybe image. Um, but anyway, so they're my thoughts on being cool. Um, I hope you, uh, you, you, uh, you, it was a cool experience for you. Um, is there anything else to add here? Yeah, I'd say, of course, also we all have flaws and that's fine too, you know? You don't need to be perfect or anything. But, um, and it would be boring if we we're all perfect, you know? So we learn it's the drama of life and the drama of the self, like we're there's all these, you know, opposites and contrasts and it all balances itself out and we learn, you know, a painting without contrast is a blank canvas, you know? You need the shades of grey, black and white, um, shades of colour, you know, brings the depth and the, The light into it. Um, So let's see. I feel like there's one more thing. Cool. Yeah, I guess ultimately I just say maybe, you know, I, I mentioned it's authenticity, but I think, yeah, ultimately the idea of cool is just leading you out of all concepts and into just being yourself, who you are, exactly as you are. That can be good and bad at times, according to the subjective judgment of your mind um, or even your soul. But it is what it is and just be it. And the more you can just be yourself, ultimately that is the coolest thing there is. Um, And so someone who is just, this is who I am, take it or leave it, and who will accept others and say, "Yeah, cool." They'll be honest. I don't like that thing about that you did or you said. But that they will kind of—they won't judge people. They'll go, "Yeah," they'll understand that we're all flawed and we're all different, and some stuff is blurry or some stuff is subjective and cultural or whatever. So you give people that space to be who they are, and you also, um, rightly, claim the space for yourself. Just to be who you are. Um, I think that's what it is at the end of the day. Just be who you are. You know, live. Um, It's cool to be alive. All right. All hail the yellow scarf. See you next time.